Welcome to WRLL Broadcast. In this special Chatterbox edition, we're back with the notorious Doombox. And uh, we're going to talk some shop today on some Ray energy efficiency. Say hello, Doom. Hey, everybody. How's it going? So uh, you got really bored and uh, you were talking about like Ray energy to me earlier. Can you kind of talk, you know, to walk me through what you're wanting to talk about today? Sure. So I'm sure as a lot of people are realizing uh, with this raid going on, there are a metric ton of level 130 Superboy Prime shares popping up on your list. And you might think to yourself, oh, okay, drop an energy, slap it once, retreat out, you know, it's easy peasy, get those free points. But when you consider it, are those points free? What I want to go ahead and go over in this uh, edition of the Chatterbox would basically be a, let's say, cost-benefit analysis on how much a point of energy might be worth and whether or not it's even worth it to touch those Superboy Primes. And, you know, of course, as a player, I would say you, myself, you know, everyone in our group, basically Joker, the Owls, obviously, are all, you know, decently high in uh, the recent raids. Yeah, I'd say, you know, because you guys are usually number one. I'm usually in the top 25 or so, so on and so forth. So this has definitely been a topic that's been on my mind because I love to strategize and plan ahead, figure out the most efficient way to do things, make sure that we can get the most points for our alliance, make things as streamlined as possible. So that's more or less what it came up with was this uh, analysis, I guess we'll say, that we're going to be doing here where we'll determine what each general point of energy might be worth and then in that regard looking at different things like those shares how much you should be putting into mvp how much time you spend versus how much that thing would be worth to you and hopefully we can help educate and give people an idea on how better to spend their resources to get the absolute most out of their raid time because over four days it's important to pace yourself obviously but at the same time, it's also important to make the most of the time you do spend while you're pacing yourself. Uh, if you would agree with me, I think, right? Yeah, it's uh, easy to burn out quick, um, especially on day three, where it's very tempting to try and get ahead as much as you can to like 500 mil points so that on day four, you're kind of just out of it. Um, I know a lot of people like to stack on the 130s and like spend maybe 15 energy just to like get MVP on it. But I think that is ultimately a waste of energy, right? To even try and get MVP on the on the 130s if it's costing you like 15, 20 energy per run. Yes and no. There's a certain point that it becomes inefficient. I guess to begin, let's look at stuff in the idea of day one, day two, day three, day four. The general okay. consensus, to my understanding, if I'm understanding this right, as an owl, you probably have a good idea of it, is that you really don't want to push all that much on day one. Nothing's really worth pushing for on day one because of the low point values. Would that be about right? Yep. Don't don't bother. So on day two, that's usually when we start to get into the more efficient side of things. Things cost one energy, and they're easily cleared with one energy. And you're netting the higher point values for that one energy spend. I think what the total cap out would be the 
level 30 something boss and what it gives you somewhere in the range of about 100 200,000 yeah uh ultimately aren't you breaking even on the first day anyway if you like push super high and you're getting one solo energy back for the one that you spend to uh net those points well yes and no in a way so okay. to generate those bosses you're spending pve energy okay so that has to factor into the calculation that your one-to-one ratio isn't specifically just one-to-one in terms of the rate energy. Because, yes, it is a truly efficient, you technically have uh, infinite uh, profit by doing one-for-one one because you're getting back what you invested, but you're gaining a benefit of the points. However, the PVE energy you need to spend in order to generate those things or the event clearing that you need to spend to generate those things that's going to be where your gym cost will come from especially on the first day um and of course they offer that pack you know the raid head start and such like that which is a ironic name because you actually do not want to use that on the first day to get a head start that thing is much better saved for the third and fourth day but really okay oh yes so, so go ahead and walk me through this. Yeah. Uh, let's say on average to spawn a boss. Of course, this will vary from person to person, but you're looking at roughly say 15 to 20 PVE energy per boss spawn. Sometimes it could be less, sometimes it could be more, but generally it's going to fall in that three range. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, in that way, you could say that one boss equals one. Raid energy plus 15 PVE energy. And, sure. of course, we can count out how much each PVE energy is worth based on the packs you can buy for said energy. So, I think it's, uh, what, 100 gems for 50 energy, but then as you climb up higher, I think it maxes out at, what, 250 energy and 30 speed force for 500, which is roughly about as efficient as you can really get, given the stuff you're getting. But, you know, 120 for 240 and all that stuff. It's essentially, what, uh, one energy per, no, one energy per two gems. That's the one, right? So another way to look at it would be each boss spawn will cost you roughly in the area of 30 gems, uh, overall base cost, not assuming recharging energy and such, uh, plus that one PVE energy for whatever you're gaining in. So on the first day, you're spending the same amount, 30 gems, one PV energy, to get less than half the amount of points that you're going to get the next day for the same amount of energy for the same amount of spawn time. Mm-hmm. But that being said, you have to reach a certain break point in order to spawn those higher bosses in order to get the more efficient things. Okay. So, one can look at this more in the way of a upfront investment, if you will. Like, let's say um, you wanted to buy, like, a Wonder Woman statue, right? <laughs> okay. Your upfront investment for that thing would be, say, I don't know, let's say something ludicrous, like $4,000. Okay. So, you, assuming you were a collector type, right? You'd be paying that $4,000 for that collectible statue in order to gain a profit later on. You're reaching that breakpoint of $4,000 investment 
in order to achieve the greater goal of, say, eight to $12,000 for a mid-condition thing, assuming that, like, your fence doesn't break when they deliver it or whatever. Yeah, sure. You know, oddly <laughs> specific example, but, you know, it's relatable for some folks, I'm sure. Uh -huh. uh, so in that regard, uh, one has to consider what is the, to be most efficient, of course, what is the minimal amount of investment it would take in order to give you that break point, in order to start getting those higher pointed and higher efficiency bosses. So on the first day, to my knowledge and to my research at least, you will generally be spending roughly in the area of about 600 to 900 gems, give or take, depending on your RNG. And at that point, the investment is reached to where the next day you should start spawning those higher bosses. Mm -hmm. Now, that, that would be roughly in the area of about 750 energy, you know, three checks per thing, assuming you're running just the five energy. Uh, final notes, you can get free green rings, of course, among other things. Um, you should, from that point, be able to get those higher-pointed bosses, and then from that point also be able to uh, get that higher efficiency. So the first days of wash, do not use your Head Start pack on that, because the $5 or $10 or however much you're investing into that Head Start pack is getting less value because you're using it to reach that break point, and until you reach that break point and everything past that break point is just wasted. Because right. that's energy and stuff that you could be using to get those higher efficiency points. Okay. So in other words, practically speaking, do not waste your PVE energy to spawn a crap ton of, you know, small solo bosses. Is that right? What I would say is that for the average player, you should not be investing more than the 500 gem pack. That, that is as much as you should really be putting into it. Because really? okay. with your natural PVE energy recharge, you'll be getting roughly in the area, assuming your max level, of course, or around that point, you'll be getting about half of that investment for free. Okay. So it, let's say you burn through your regular energy, right? And you wait the five minutes to get the perfect break point of the 130 because for some reason things are 129. Um and then past that point, you invest in the 250, you run through, grind your bosses, assuming you hit that three-point average mark, then uh, waiting until the next day and then spending your 130 there, and then waiting until near the reset to spend your final 130, you should be able to reach that break point for the measly startup cost of 500 gems, which is chump change. We get like twice that much every week. Okay. So... Beyond that point, uh, once you hit that more efficient break point on the second day, that is the point where you're going to be seeing much more return on investment. One energy and 30 gems no longer equals 9,000 points. It equals 200,000 points. So your best bet on the second day would be that's when you're going to want to do a small push. Nothing too crazy, obviously. You don't want to try to push a 500 mil on the second day. But that is the point where you can probably safely and comfortably get roughly from half a mil to a million points without any issues whatsoever. Because everything's worth about 90,000-ish points, give or take, once you kill the bosses, I think. 
somewhere in that range. Mm -hmm. Right. So this is where the scaling comes into play on the third day. That's when you start getting the two energy bosses where they give back two energy. Assuming you can kill those bosses with two energy, you're looking at in the area of hundred thousands to millions of points. That is when you're going to want to use your head start pack because beyond that point, you don't really see any more increase in value for your energy. So on the third day, that is when you're going to want to use that big bulk of like however much energy you want to buy. I think it ends up being somewhere in the area of 2,250 energy once you buy all the packs, somewhere in that range. Yeah. That is definitely where you're going to want to focus your spend. Now, keeping in mind, again, as you mentioned, pacing yourself is important, and that is true. The third day is where you're going to want to do a big push, but it's not where you're going to want to do all of your pushing. It is actually drastically more inefficient to do so because of the fact that, one, you're losing out on natural PvE energy regeneration, but also, two, you are going to face the problem that we discussed at the very beginning. There's going to be a lot of bosses that are going to be shared, and then it's going to come down to efficiency hitting the bosses that you need when you need to hit them and determining whether a boss is worth your investment to hit. So Mm -hmm. let's go ahead and pick up on Superboy Prime, the legendary guy, the the big honcho, right? Sure. I, I want you to guess, or maybe you know, when is the best time to fight Superboy Prime? What do you mean the best time to fight him? As in, like, oh, the best time to it? fight him is when he's when he's level one hundred and fifty. Yes right. and no. You're you're close. Okay. So the best time to fight him is on the first day when he's at his lowest level because he is killable at three energy. Oh, is, are you talking about the level one hundred Superboy? Yep. Okay. He still gives you nine hundred thousand points, which is a very pretty good sum, and it can become perfectly efficient provided you can kill him in one shot. Which okay. shouldn't be too hard for most people, though a lot of people are surprised he is affected by debuffs. And then, yes, at level 150, that is the other point where it is worth it to kill him. Because the sheer amount of points that you get from doing so outweigh the energy efficiency cost that it takes to take him down to get MVP. Okay. So, with this in mind, let's say that a Superboy Prime pops up on your board and... You notice that it's already taken halfway. Should you spend an energy on that? Yes. No. Is it yes or no? No, I'm going to say no. That is correct. So, although it might be tempting, because you think to yourself, one energy, that's easy money, 450,000 points, technically, you're taking a... Minus one energy. It's not one energy. It's You have to think of it in terms of the negatives. You're losing one energy to gain that many points. Now, in regards to that, a boss like a level 90 Lex Luthor, for example, costs two energy to beat. You can spend two energy and get MVP easily. Like, it's... You can probably run gear 10s and get MVP on level... Oh, maybe not. Well, yeah, maybe. I don't know. 10.5, we'll say. You should be able to get MVP on Lex with that, just that first two energy investment. Get him over half. Right? Uh, my my gear, gear 10.5 all needs three energy, but he doesn't have like a very wide roster anyway. 
But yeah, so I can see a 10.5 player being able to beat. He's going to have a hard time. You know, it's going to be RNG, but it's going to be, he's going to come really close to using just two energy to beat a 90 Lex Luthor. But let's just say it takes 90, or let's just say, typically in pass rate, it takes two energy to kill a 90 Lex Luthor, or a 90 boss, I should say, uh, provided that you have a deep and wide roster. Okay, it's all great. Yep. Well, actually, that's a genius transition. Let's actually even consider the three energy option, right? So for three energy, basically any player can guarantee an MVP on that, provided that they have any kind of developed roster and bonus tools uh, to some general degree, right? So okay. the MVP on a level 90 Lex Luthor is, remind me, like what? I think it's 900k. I, th I think just the MVP is 900k plus the base value. You're looking at roughly 1.5 mil. Yeah, that's not for right. level 90 kill. So keeping that in mind, that extra cost of the one energy is worth twice as much to spend the one energy tapping Superboy Prime. That's not even including the fact that that Superboy Prime is going to clog your list and all that other mess. It's it's a terrible time, right? Yeah. So. Uh, one highlights the definite need for WB to install an option to clear things off of your list that you don't want to fight, or perhaps make separated lists. But also, too, uh, goes to show that this idea, which I myself had as a beginning grader once upon a time, that oh well, I don't need to go out and spend PVE energy because I could just spend my one energy on this thing, and then get four hundred fifty thousand points. Right? It might seem like an efficient idea. Because you're like, okay, well, you know, I'm not having to buy PvE energy to do it. Well, the problem comes in the fact that, one, beating the MVP will award you some PvE energy. But also, two, that the cost for the PvE energy doesn't change day by day. It's still roughly going to cost you 30 gems to summon it, right? And when you look at raid energy, raid energy costs you roughly in the area of... What is it, like 20 for 500 gems, something in that range? Mm -hmm. So raid energy itself is just naturally more costly than PvE energy is. It will cost you less to summon a boss, spend an extra energy to kill him, than it would for you to spend the one energy just to play Superboy Prime. So, of course, you know, with that in mind, if you see Superboy Prime on your board, I would advise just not touching it. You know, unless you know for a fact you can get MVP somehow with the times three, I wouldn't even bother. Um, okay. Now, let's say that you spawn a Superboy Prime, right? The question yeah. you have to ask yourself is, one, obviously these middle two-day Superboy Primes aren't really efficient to do. But if you can bring him to MVP at uh, three quarters, we'll say, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, of course... You know, generally speaking, most people think, okay, what well, again, MVP, I have to do half. Not necessarily, you just have to do more damage than everyone else. And when raids get shared 99 times, it's actually not that hard to pull MVP just by getting them to three quarters. Here's the conundrum that I'm looking at here. Yeah. You're telling people don't waste your one energy because typically when you share a boss, a lot of people just hit and run. Yeah. You know, they spend their one energy, they hit in it, and then they run it or yes. they run away. Now, here's the thing. You telling people, hey, don't hit and run. That's a waste of energy. Well, now everyone's got boards full of, you know, clogged boards of uh, 130, 100, 130 Superboy Primes that 
are not going to die and people just aren't going to do it. So what do you do? So what I personally do, and this is my personal strategy, but you guys are welcome to use it. I am a speedrunner by trade. I speedrun different games, and you know, I'm always looking for the most efficient way to do things. Do not fight bosses on a one by one by one level. You know, like if you see, oh, level 90 Lex Luthor popped up, don't fight it immediately. Hit fight later, keep farming, keep filling up your board. Because what you can do is those Superboy Primes can only spawn, provided you have the board slots to sustain that. If you flood your own board with bosses specific just for you, then the Superboy Primes have minimal space to fill in those slots. You actually oh, I see what you're saying. When it, someone hits share, it will actually skip over your thing because it will say, this person's already full, we cannot share it, move along to the next person. Right? Oh, okay. So, so now that becomes someone else's problem, not yours. Exactly. So what I would recommend doing is flooding your board with as many personal bosses as you can, right? And if you have a few okay. Superboy Primes, that's fine. It happens, whatever. Right? And then plow through them all at once, as many as you can, as fast as you can, right? Okay. And even if you have to spend the one extra energy to do so to, you know, go through clearing it, that's fine. You know, if you want to spend the three energy to make sure you get that MVP and get it off your board immediately, it's perfectly fine. Go ahead and do that. That's A-OK. -okay. So, so the practical takeaway is spawn as many personal bosses as you can to uh -huh. avoid getting touched by some boy. If he touches you, then it's whatever. Move on. Spend one energy if you must, but otherwise just kind of avoid him. Right? Yeah. Okay. So that's uh that's gonna be a pretty hard feat to uh to do, but yeah, I see what you're saying. So on top of that, right, there's another benefit to flooding your own personal board. Uh -huh. Um which is the fact that you more or less have direct control over which bosses you fight and when you fight them. So let's say that I flood my board full of let's say a random mix of fifty-eight, seventy-four, and ninety, right? And let's okay. say I have like three Superboy Primes in there. What I can do is completely ignore the Superboy Primes because those things are inefficient wastes of time. And go through and clear out the lower valued ones first, right? Because those mm -hmm. are the ones I can clear the fastest, get in, kill them off, get back out, right? As soon as mm -hmm. I clear off those 54s and those 72s, I go immediately back into story mode and refill my board, right? Okay. Until I get a full board of 90s. Then from there, I do my best to clean up about half of the 90s, go back out and refill again. Obviously, hit the ones that are going to decay first, so that way you're not just randomly losing points. Oh, but, but doing so, so, you keep your board perpetually more or less full of high point, high value targets, while quickly clearing out the targets that are less valuable to make room for more personal bosses. Because in terms of efficiency... You're going to want to hit as many bosses as possible, as fast as possible within that time frame in order to ensure that you don't get flooded by Superboy Primes. So okay. rather than, say, loading up one fight, fighting that one fight, going through the menu, going through the raid menu, going through the main menu, going through campaign, hitting the thing, doing it again, that wastes so much time that you're going to end up with, like, 12 Superboy Primes who aren't yours on your board. That's going to mess up your stuff. Instead... Sit in campaign, 
mash that button, fight later, mash that button, fight later, mash that button, fight later until you have an idea of roughly how many you have, right? Like, go until you hit a point of about five or six times and nothing pops up. At that point, go into your list, clear out the stuff, keep as full of a list as you can in order to prevent those inefficient things from popping up. And that is how you're going to find probably the most success. Now, let's say that time goes on and then you start accruing like 10 Superboy Primes. Some of them yours, some of them someone else's, right? Easiest thing to do in that case, funnily enough, when they're your personal Superboy Primes, is to spend one energy, retreat immediately, because, you know, you still get the same amount of points whether you hit the boss or not, and then share. That will make other people who see that boss think, oh, I can get MVP on this, and everyone's going to jump on it. Trust me, uh. it's the most tempting thing in the world to see a Superboy Prime who hasn't been touched yet. And they just <laughs> chew it up. Yeah, I know. It, it, don't take that out of context, please. But you, you get the point, though, right? Uh-huh, yeah. Because, you know, you have to spend the point to get him off your board eventually anyways. But you have a much higher likelihood of him quickly getting off your board and you quickly getting that return. If if you bait a whale into actually beating it up. Exactly. So basically you're chumming the waters for whales. Okay. So um, that's actually kind of devious. (laughs) Isn't it? So in addition to that, once you get to the point where it's 150s, that's where you have to make that personal choice and say, okay, is my roster developed enough to where I can punch this guy in the face and actually get the kill? If the answer is no, then just do the same thing. Just pop it on. Someone else would chew it up. You get your you know, poverty points and it's fine, whatever. If you can, though, do it within six energy or eight energy, right? Those are the general breakpoints is a six to nine energy range. If you can do it within three strikes, that is worth it. Anything beyond that point, 12, 15 energy, it's not worth it. And again, keep in mind, you don't have to reach half. You just have to deal the most damage to that boss. And once you share it... You could it, potentially do 49%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you exactly. Can, you, you can potentially hit you know, 40%, like what I've been doing, 40% on these bosses. Share it. Some sucker is going to try and you know, do 50%, but because there are like 20 other people on the boss, he's not going to mm-hmm. do that. 51%. Everyone's going to be trying to do that uh, 60%. And that's the reason why sharing them at high health is usually the most efficient way to do it because mm-hmm. everyone's going to see that boss and everyone wants to get that boss. You know? Yeah. yeah. So that is 100% the way to do it. Because I saw a boss earlier that had 137 people on it, right? Yeah. But because it was shared under half health, no one was fighting it. Everyone just took little pot shots at it, left, and that boss actually expired. And I think okay. that is the fault of the person who shared it under 50%. Because if there's no MVP, what's the point? There's no mm-hmm. point in spending on it, right? Mm-hmm. But if you share it and it's at full health, then it's very unlikely the next person who attacks it is going to bring it to half in one go. Okay. So then they share it and the boss is still over half health, right? But they have already invested time into it. So they think to themselves, okay, I'll spend another three and get that MVP. Meanwhile, the people who see it think, oh, this boss is over 50%. I can get this MVP. So everyone's swinging into this boss at full force, 
and that's how you're going to clear it off. You I know? see. It's very yeah. tempting to be greedy and be like, oh, well, I want this MVP for myself. But you have to think efficiency in these rates because, yeah, you get a lot of gems at the end. But when you subtract out how many gins you've spent, you got to make sure that you're getting a pretty good profit on it, right? So me, last raid, I spent somewhere in the area of like 5,000 gems, we'll say, right? Mm-hmm. And Yeah, that's typically, yeah, okay, go ahead. Because my alliance got top 25, which is just top 50 prizing anyways, we got 12,000 gems back. But for me, it was only like 7,000 gems because I had already spent 5,000 of those. Uh-huh. And so I played at a level that would have been just as profitable as if I had spent nothing and gotten like bottom five hundred thousand or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. This raid, I'm approaching it with this new tactic, and I've well, I bought the little raid head start pack just because I was bored, but I've spent about. 3,000 gems, and I'm probably going to hit 500 mil this raid, which is nice, because I don't usually hit it, because I don't usually care. Mm-hmm. So, I might be able to hit 500,000, and only spend about 4,000 gems, maybe at the most. 500,000 or 500 mil? 500 mil. Oh, okay, so you can go all the way to the 70 milestone. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Because... When you're playing with efficiency in mind, you're minimizing your costs while maximizing your gains. So, but okay, but uh, none of your advice applies to the the sweaty tryhards who try and place top ten, top one alliances, right? Um, it can, but it also can't. So usually those people have developed rosters to the point where efficiency just goes out of the window. They just kill everything no matter what. You yeah. know, like yeah. I have. One of my friends who's, I'm going to leave his name out of here for, you know, the sake of anonymity, who is out there killing bosses that would take two energy with one energy. He's actually gaining energy on some of these bosses. You know, he's like one times again and then getting energy back. So for him, nothing I'm saying really matters because he's not just efficient, he's beyond pure efficiency weirdly enough to say so for folks like that it's maybe a little less practical but for the average player who maybe isn't looking to spend five or six or ten thousand gems to get up there and level this advice is probably pretty practical for them because for these players the free-to-play players who have limited gym access or the dolphins who maybe don't spend as much as the whales and they don't really want to blow an entire stack of gems on this just to get up there right mm-hmm. none of this ad- or most of this advice is going to more apply to them making sure that yeah. they have what they need to take those resources that they do have the limited resources and make the most of those resources now there is one mm-hmm. thing that we haven't really addressed yet and that's alliance bosses so as most people know when you beat an alliance boss uh, you get P- or you get raid energy, right? Regular raid energy. And when you beat regular raid bosses, you get alliance boss energy. You know? Uh-huh. You would think to yourself, okay, perfect. It's a nice circular system, you know, 
everyone gets a little tit for tat and it's all good, right? But the amount of alliance bosses that you fight and kill versus the amount of solo bosses that you fight and kill is so drastically different in terms of scale and how many you're doing of each. Mm -hmm. Well, for most people, for you owls, you're probably like, oh, okay, it's your shift, and then one guy grinds out the boss, and they're like, okay, it's your shift now, and one person grinds out the boss. But for other folks where we have to have like three or four people jump in on a boss at a time, mm -hmm. you know, it's a bit less efficient because you will personally kill like 15, 20 solo bosses and the time it takes you to kill eight team bosses, you know? Because when you're fighting solo bosses, you're not fighting the team boss, you know? And splitting your focus, that is where the issue of... Uh, it was the thing I was saying before, basically, where pacing yourself is the important part, right? Sure, yeah. So for those folks who have very, very, very limited resources, like we're talking, these guys aren't looking to spend a single gym on this uh, event, but still place well, definitely look to your alliance and see if you can arrange a sort of scheduling type deal where you can make the most of those alliance bosses while your personal boss time is down. So uh -huh. you go in, you spend your personal energy, you kill your bosses, say, okay, cool. Hey, guys, I'm going to go ahead and hop in on this alliance boss real quick so I can get more raid energy, you know? And likewise, it also comes down to the point that on the later bosses, you have to spend two, three personal energy, but alliance bosses only really give you one. So... The system's not perfectly efficient, of course. But for people not looking to spend a gym, that's the way to best make the use of your time. Finish mm -hmm. your personal bosses and then be like, okay, I'm going to do these alliance bosses now, generate back up that energy using the alliance energy I got from my personal bosses. And then use that energy from those bosses back on your original bosses and so on and so forth. Like me, I've got thousands of energy stockpiled from the past raids because it you know, you just can't get rid of the stuff fast enough. But for people just starting out and for people who don't buy the energy packs and the people who haven't had the benefit of certain aspects of this, like, oh, hey, I'm, you know, doing this raid for four, five, six, seven, eight times and consistently placing high enough to where this efficiency is just a natural thing because my roster is that developed. For those guys, this split and how you're handling when you're doing what is going to be key to doing the most out of it. But yeah, that's pretty much the long and short of it. And now that raids have ended, I'm going to walk you through a few moments of relaxation to clear your mind and prepare you for siege. Picture yourself walking near a frozen waterfall, all alone, surrounded by nothing but nature. You stare blissfully in the other direction, with your gaze sweeping over flowers, the colors of the sun and lapis lazuli. Just when the stressful thoughts of power gold taunting creeps into your mind, you see Papa Doombox sitting comfortably next to you with the reminder that Batman TDK will be there to help you. You relax at the sound of the calm ocean waves crashing against the shoreline. Your thoughts are once again pulled into a dark place where Robin sits behind invisibility. Akage is there, leaping from his lifeguard station and tossing you the life raft of Azrael and Trusite. He reaches down and cradles you safely in his arms. 
you drift comfortably back into a light sleep, and Kage whispers to you. I have a banana in my mouth. Okay. Well, uh, my time is running short, so um, I hope that our listeners found this uh, pretty helpful. Um, you know, I got I have no more other words to say other than thank you, Doom, for imparting your you know F two P wisdom on upon us. Yeah, it's no problem. It's I, I wouldn't call myself free to play, but I'm definitely looking for the best ways to spend as little as possible. Because you know. I obviously don't want to be a whale. I can't afford that kind of commitment. Yeah, well, I'm in the same boat. I didn't want to RP five my, you know, characters and spend a monumental amount of money just to stay top fifteen hundred. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, I mean, you know, we should just start streaming. Those guys make all the money. They really do. We should drop the WRL broadcast podcast. You know, leave that as a relic of the past. Yeah. It had its time, but there's better ways to do things now. We have yeah. the wheel, but now we have the car. Yeah. So uh, why why waste time with the with this podcast anymore, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, what are we even still doing here? I could be setting up my live stream right now. Uh huh. Anyway, um, I'm gonna talk to you later, Doom, and uh, you know, thanks again for for the for the advice. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. All right. You guys have a good night. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of WROL Broadcast. Please help us out by becoming a Patreon and getting access to special Patreon-only shows. Just go to patreon.com forward slash WROL Broadcast. We also now have DC face masks at our store. Be sure to check it out. What happened to Tootie Tron? He's so meta now.